Welcome back to another episode of the Tea Podcast. This is Jason here. And it's Hui. Yeah, Hui, how's uh, how was up uh, with your life these days? Nothing much, just work, work, you know. And then I have today is a Saturday. We're filming on a Saturday, but then I work tomorrow. So. Wow! Yep. Wow! Wow! Cocking that six day work week, yeah. How working you? Indeed, but I do have a long weekend next week, so I'm just looking forward to that. So let's oh. just see. Do we have Do we have plans or where to go? Oh, sheesh. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, I do not have yet, but I probably should make some plans. Yep, with your fold, foldy, foldable bike, uh, your one thousand foldable bike, you should bring it somewhere. I cannot bring it anyway because I cannot bring it on the metro. So what is the point? <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. Have you been riding the the bicycle around the city? Of course, I went. I I brought it out today, and then we I was cycling around. Of course, it's fun. Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, like I would cycle around. Um. So on weekends, if I have nothing to do, I would just bring my bike out to cycle, and then like. I think when I cycle, right, then is that. Uh, how do I describe this? Is that even if Shanghai seems like a very metropolitan city, you might think that it's stressful living here and stuff, right? But then when I cycle around, I actually feel that it's quite chill, lah. Like I oh. mean, you just observe things that are happening around you, and then um, it's really fun. I think, yeah. Okay. Does it got to do with the fact that maybe you you stay slightly further away from the city center? I think definitely, and then, um, you know, I mean, I'm not seeing like downtown Shanghai, lah. I'm I'm not at like the band or anything. So, um, things that I see are pretty day to day, like your um neighborhoods in 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 Singapore, lah. You know, so nothing much about I that. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How about? How about you? I mean, like, how's your work been now uh, that you know it's well? I I think we're still pretty much stuck in phase two HA, so um nothing much is happening. You know, I'm still mostly at home, and I'm still mostly you know being a lazy bum and uh <laughs> just uh I don't know just waking up, eat, sleep, then waking up, eat, sleep, repeat. That's that's about it. It's uh, very very unproductive. Mm. Yeah. You, I thought you had some news about being Dali's new ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, right, right about that. Well, yay! Yay! Congrats to you. Yeah, yeah thanks. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it was, uh, it was, uh, Instagram official, right? Uh, recently. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good piece of news. Good piece of news among all the not so good news. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, oh, so do, do I get a free Dali from you? <laughs> okay, everyone gets a free Dali uh, toothpaste from me. You get one. You get one. You get one. Everyone gets one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of happy. That's kind of happy. It's a happy news. It's a good news. It's a good news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think like yeah. just now we were also having a chat with our previous US housemates, right? Then this yeah. funny thing happened. Then... Like, we were supposed. We thought that today was one of our housemates' birthday. Then yeah. it's like, <laughs> early on this week, it's like, hey guys, remember to come online at three pm. We're gonna wish this person happy birthday. <laughs> we doubt yeah, we it. Won't, 
Yeah, we were timing it so right, and we so there are only five of us. We're celebrating birthday for this one guy whom we know for like what six to seven years now, and the rest, the yeah. four of us, agreed to this operation of like you know trying to call him at his midnight yeah. in his time zone. Yeah. And wish yeah. him happy birthday. I think it's a uh, yeah. uh on the surface, yes, it looks like a very heartwarming act. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then after we dialed him in, and then started saying happy birthday. Asking him how he would be spending his birthday. How does he feel being um like um like this old uh his he age says yeah, that his he age, has yeah. been he has been this old three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> we all then I only immediately look at Hui I'm like, oh oh <laughs> like, I so, was thinking huh? So we got, <laughs> yeah yeah, so we got his birthday wrong and it's uh, actually we we were two days late. Some friends we yeah. are, like, what the heck? Uh, exactly. I mean, I, I put it in my calendar as today, so I thought, like, it must be today, <laughs> you know? Turns and out what's I put worse my calendar is, wrongly. Yeah, what's worse is that the rest, uh, like, let's say Hui got it wrong, but the rest of us who wants to surprise him also <laughs> did not raise, like, any, any like, dissonance or, like, like sound that hey, it's wrong, yeah. It's quite funny. Yeah, like, yeah, so. okay, lesson learned. So I changed this my is, uh, calendar moving forward already. So it's uh evidence of a plastic friendship. It's all fake. No. <laughs> okay, it was it was it was heartfelt. The the intent was there. Really meant to, you know. Oh, next year, next year. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. And uh and before the call and uh, the other guy who's participating in the surprise, one of the four guys, he actually said that he he didn't even get the call. I was like, Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh well, um, well, I mean, don't be like, don't be like me and Hui. So do if you have uh, friends who are dear to you, who are close to you, you know, do note down their birthdays and you know, wish them birthday on the on the exact date and not like belated birthday wish. Yeah, I I have have this kindergarten friend that we we know each other for yeah. many over years, right? There was this one year he forgot. My birthday, yeah. and then he wished me like one week later or something. <laughs> then, <laughs> then no, I mean it's like, it's like, dude, <laughs> we've been friends for so long, <laughs> and then you forget. Yeah, not not that. Yeah. I don't know. Is this a is this a is this a friendship? Is this a point where is this the evidence that shows that you guys are true friends? So true to the extent that we just don't care about each other's birthdays anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. Like, the how, I mean, it depends on how much birthdays mean to 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 you, to me, that kind of stuff. I mean, like, okay, like, I don't really care la, now. Now it's at an age where yeah. I guess a birthday is probably just another day. I, I don't know, did we speak about this on the podcast before? I can't remember. No, no, eh, no, uh, we might, we might, we might, because, uh, it's at the start of the year where we had our birthdays, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, then we've probably been through this, so, yeah, don't forget yeah. your friends' birthdays, that's the learnings, I guess. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think, I think, I don't know, no matter how true you are to your friends, I, I still find birthday, no matter how they, you know, see birthday as nothing special to them, but as their friends, if they're close friends, I would still feel that, you know, it would be nice, uh, it would be nice for you to remember it for, on their behalf, oh, especially since oh, they oh, don't definitely. find it special. 
yeah. I think it's it's like it goes it goes differently both ways. I would say like for example, if I don't really care if my friends remember my birthdays, my birthday, but for their birthday, I wanna do something for them. Oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. It's, it kind of shows how much you treasure the friendship. I mean, it's not it's not like it's not how big of a gift you get give each other. It's more just like you remember lor. So that you part. Remember, yeah yeah. So it's quite a failure on us now. See, on me especially yeah, on us. So yeah. <laughs> I was just just now also when we got it wrong, right? I was just thinking like the other guy friend should have this correct one. It'll be even funnier if he actually knew the correct date and then he was just playing along with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just didn't want to expose that. He just want to play along. <laughs> Yeah, but turns out I guess we all got the date wrong anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's quite funny, it's quite funny. Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, this just happened uh, in the afternoon. What do you want to say about birthdays and stuff? Oh, yeah, I wanted to say that kindergarten friend of yours, whom you know for very long, I remember that he also got the date of you leaving Singapore wrongly. It's, <laughs> he wished you like the week before you flew. Yeah, yeah, or the week after <laughs> yeah. you flew, either one. Yes, yeah, useless friend. <laughs> <Kidding>. <laughs> Another evidence of a plastic friendship. I don't think your friend is listening exactly. to this podcast anyway. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't, so... Yeah. So anyway, yeah. back to the topic of this uh, this week's episode. What are we going to talk about, Hoi? We talk about how to be rich in 30 days. <laughs> yeah! If you give me 35 <laughs> seconds, I can make you rich. <laughs> Alright, yeah. Tell me more. <laughs> Click here for, for the $99 on my course. Uh, anyway, no, it's we are not. Only $99. <laughs> yes, only $99. And seats are limited. So whip up your credit card now and save your seats yeah. right now. Yeah. And join uh, this masterclass. Now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, just a quick so. disclaimer do not quote us. Do not, you know, we are not financial advice advisors so anything that we say is definitely not for uh we we don't have any liability not liability we can't do anything we are not responsible for anything so do your own judgment but i don't think we are teaching our financial advisors yeah whatever we are sharing today is just you know based on our conversations our experiences and it's purely just for sharing cool i don't know why we i needed a disclaimer but i just wanted to give it anyway (laughs) today yeah so we are going to talk about personal finance what does personal finance mean? <laughs> so, Hui, are you rich? Yes, I am rich. Not in terms Whoa. of money. <laughs> oh, today we are not we are not gonna talk about things that's intangible. We're gonna only talk about tangible things. I see. Then I am dead poor. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, so how, how do you, when you first receive your first, I, I think you, I, I remember you telling me this story, but I want you to tell me again. How, what do you do with your first <laughs> month of salary that you receive ever in your life? I mean like, after you graduate. You mean in carousel? Yeah. What do you I do with that the that one money? was for a few months lah. That after I saved up, I went to buy a $10,000 musical instrument. <laughs> Woo! And I, I, I swear to you, if you're listening, Hui did not earn $10,000 back then, okay? Her, her salary was nowhere near there. It took her a few months to save up, I would say. Yeah, 
It was an electone, right? Like a ten thousand dollar. Yeah, it's an electone. Electone is a mu- uh, a musical keyboard, lah. Yeah. Yeah, and and I don't know, like how did at that point of time was your bank account? Your bank account only had like around ten dollars, thousand dollars. No lah, more than that lah. So, I saved up ma. Is that like you just graduated? I mean, you stay with your parents. What do you really have to spend on, right? So yeah, but I would say that. On- Mm-hmm. Okay. So, oh, sorry. Uh, I just wanted to ask. Like, did it con- Did that purchase like set you back maybe eighty percent or ninety percent of a savings? Uh, maybe I I would say I don't recall actually. Like, to be honest, wow. like looking back, it it was a really a big ticket item lah. But then, uh. I really wanted it, right? So just just buy lah. It's an investment. <laughs> like music. Makes me happy. I deserve to be happy, so I'm gonna buy yep. that. Yep, yep. That's right. Yep, that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh. So when when did it occur to you that you know you should start treating your money seriously? Because I think Hui is the kind who doesn't care how much she has in her bank. Like, what? As it, it's not that she doesn't save, but it's more like she doesn't. Uh, she buys whatever she likes, or although she doesn't have many wants. I would say. Uh, when uh, when did I start actually I think it's probably like 3 to 4 years ago only so that's after like 2 3 years after I started mm. uh, doing it being in my first job then this yeah. is like more of like uh, your peers are kind of doing it then you start to be more aware about personal finance and saving up for the future kind of thing also much like for example, the first two years, obviously I didn't do any investments, that kind of thing. Then in yeah. the third year or so, someone um, that I trusted a lot uh, uh, recommended like robo-advisors to me. Then that was when I yeah. started looking into the whole investment scene. Also, also cause like in my JC class, we have this one guy who's very into finance. So whenever our JC class gathers, right, then it's always <laughs> asking him for financial advice. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you just listen lor. then that's where like yeah. your awareness about personal finance started at least for me lah. but how yeah. about for you leh? like how when has it been for you to actually start planning or for your personal finance yeah actually I feel that personal finance is less of uh, it's not just about investment I think investment is just one part of personal finance because yeah. there's also like savings credit cards uh, you know loans and stuff so I'll say all these are part of your personal finance and if you want to talk about me being sensitive with money I think it's like the moment I got the first dollar from doing odd jobs before uni it's already at a time when I manage my own personal finance because in the states we also receive salary and then we also you know mm-hmm. uh, pay pay rent and stuff um, but mm-hmm. I would say investment is happened only I would say after I saved up enough more like once I start mm-hmm. Hitting, hitting more than I think 10k in my savings account then I started saving mm. uh, then I started investing mm. a bit of it uh, and uh, nothing 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 glorious because my first investment was crypto actually <laughs> that's how I got started what do you buy? yeah because I feel the it was bitcoin it was bitcoin back then uh, back in 2017 uh, or something uh, when I was still in Carousel okay. and I just started in Carousel actually for about a year or two mm-hmm. and then I started okay. to save up money uh, because for mm-hmm. me, I have to pay rent and stuff, and I give my parents money as well. So savings is uh harder for me, 
so it took me quite some time and uh, when after eventually I saved up then I started buying Bitcoin because it was uh, all the rich right and I didn't go for like safe uh, instruments unlike Koi like you should really I think Robo is really a good start for anyone who's starting out Robo advisors yeah yeah, yeah, it depends so, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we start with the savings portion first. Do you feel that you save a lot? I think you do, right? Mm, I don't know. All these are relative, right? I mean, it's relative. Oh, it's just a percentage, right? Yeah. Uh, do I save a lot? How do you, what, what, sorry, like, how, what's defined as a lot? Like, more than an X percentage or. I think if you're able to save more than half, it's a lot. Or have you been consistently saving more than half of a salary? It's not consistent, but I would say usually I save about more, half-ish-ish. But then, like, if we used to, I mean, when we put travel, I used to spend quite a bit on traveling also. So those are the big ticket items that happen uh, throughout the year um, every uh, few times. But besides that, um, like I think what's the long I don't spend much except so, on the bonito. <laughs> but then I stop <laughs> also. <laughs> I'll say I'll say that means most of the time for take home pay you're able to save half of them. And then and then you take your a bit of of money from there to spend on your travel each year. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, something like that now. And if we you travel four times a year by the way. So yeah, I mean uh, back no. then. Before, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> she goes like Germany, then she goes like uh Japan, then she goes like I don't know Cambodia. <laughs> nah, no, you also went Chicago what? <laughs> for work, <laughs> for work. I see. Yeah. So so Hui Yi travels quite often back then. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. What I wanted to say is that so so do you give your parents allowance? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I do. Wow, what the what does that? Why do you <laughs> ask that like that? Of course, I, I do. Because yeah, yeah. you you save on the rent, right? Okay, actually now, uh, this what what kind of uh, allowance is acceptable? Huh? What kind of allowance? You mean like what percentage of your salary should you be giving them? Yeah, actually, actually, is there even a number to it, or like actually, as long as you give. A token sum is actually okay. Mm. This one is up to your individual, right? Because I've heard of different yeah. cases. So, for example, I think both of us give a monthly allowance. Like, some yeah. people I know don't give, but then during Chinese New Year, give a very, very big amount, that kind. So, I see. then, I mean, depends on, um, like, if your parents really need it also, ma, like, um, oh, yeah. do they, if they That's don't true. need it, then it's probably just like a form of like, um, like a, just uh, returning them being filial. Um, but then if they need it, then probably just put in more. La. So I don't think the, um, there's a set amount. It really depends on you and your family situation. Yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. It depends on so many factors to decide. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. isn't like one true number. But I mean, as long as you're earning, as long as you're giving, so props to you. I see. Okay, okay. Interesting, eh, but, interesting. But then this thing might be just a culture thing, though. Because I do recall, I can't remember who I spoke to, but then 
this person is a non-Singaporean and then he or she yeah. is very surprised that we actually give um, pocket money to our parents. Like, maybe this person is not from the Asian side of the world. Yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. not Asian. Not, not, not. Uh, yeah, ah, okay. I have really forgot from where it is, but I recall having this conversation. So yeah. I think it's really a culture thing to give your to give parents your money. I think that reflects the the notions of like community <gasps> versus individualistic, right? Like Yeah, like I remember from collect- who collectivism, it, it, yeah. Uh, yeah. From who? From, it was from Say. a French person. It's a French person. Do I know this French lady? No 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 you don't. <laughs> no 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 you don't know you don't. It's a friend's friend, yeah. Oh okay. Damn I thought I know yeah, this yeah. French lady. Me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so savings aside then, uh, I think Hui also, do you buy things on loan? I don't think you ever do, right? Buy things alone? Uh, on, on loan. On loan, huh? No, I don't need, I don't have a house. Why would I need, I don't have a car like Zetong. Why would I need? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess you don't. I guess you don't. But uh, I guess you're not aware because Singapore is uh, trending nowadays that there are a lot of uh, micro micro loans that you can take up, like a three month to six month installment. Uh it's mm. rising la, like a lot of players are that are doing this uh doing this feel like I think there's Atomi, yeah, there's Hula, yeah. those kind. Heard heard before, it's that you pay by installments for big ticket items on yeah. e commerce stores. I know I'm sorry, I'm not sure if it's just for home furnishing for home furnishing and stuff, but yeah. And, yeah. How about? Mm. Oh yeah. So so that doesn't apply to you lah. I would say. How about credit cards? I think Hui Hui doesn't know much about credit cards. <laughs> uh yeah lor, I don't. I would say that I don't optimize much. And then my only foray into understanding more about credit cards was when I came back from a trip. Um, and then that trip I got upgraded to business class. And then I was like, whoa. whoa, this is what flying in business class feels like. I need to go and get a mouse so that I can fly business class things. So that was when I started to look a lot into credit cards and then got myself um the Women's World DBS one. Yeah, yeah. And, and started your, your mouse hacking journey. Yeah. But then like, COVID happened, so what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I I remember there was a period that I was quite obsessed with uh uh credit cards as well. Uh, I had we know a friend. She's also she used to work in Carousel. She owns twelve credit cards, and her earning power is probably similar at the range of mine and Hui's. And she owns twelve credit cards. Okay, uh, because oh. each credit card serves a different need. Well, maybe one for grocery, one for patrol, one for I don't know, like whatever you buy. Uh, online, online mm. spending, everything. Mm. So, so she's. I don't know how she's optimizing it, but I feel that it's a bit too much of a hassle for me. If I only had mm. three credit cards and I really forget to pay them on time so many times, so uh, I'm gonna cut out all the credit cards. Yeah. So how do you optimize yeah, yeah. for your credit cards? Initially, I wanted to go gun for the biggest cashback because I believe in cashback. And then, like Hui Yi, mm-hmm. I did not, uh, unlike Hui Yi, I did not experience a, a bump up to a business class ever. <laughs> but uh, I do know that, you know, malls can grant you many, many different uh, things in life, which you don't have to pay in real dollars. Because after all, they are just points, mm-hmm. right? 
and these points are worth so much more than the real dollars that you pay. Like a first class ticket is going to cost mm-hmm. 15k, but the miles that you earn to get that $15,000 ticket, it's not going to cost you $15,000. So, mm-hmm. so that, that, that's what I'm thinking. Like I, I was trying to optimize on a miles game and, you know, and like what like everyone else, COVID came and the thing just whole thing just dropped. Like, just dropped the entire thing. Mm, so, and, and then end up owing a lot of late fees and a lot of interest fees <laughs> for no reason. So can wave one? My, can't you wave those? Yeah, yeah, you can call in a wave. Sometimes they don't let you wave though. Sometimes you do if you're lucky. Oh, I'll say that it's a fifty fifty. Okay. Yeah, it's a fifty fifty. And uh, there's some trick la like right now they have integrated the waiver into the app and if you can't do that you can go down to the branch and most likely in person they will allow you to wave it. Yeah, yeah, they put in the friction, la, but then like, if you spend so much effort to go down, they might as well just leave it to you. Yeah, yeah, so you'll say that's a small trick, but I think that, I think at the end of the day, my advice is that just stick to one credit card. La. Don't, don't, don't bother yourself so much, unless you have a big family. Then, I think it depends. Yeah, yeah, sure. Depends on people and their, um, how much they want to optimize for also, la. One card just makes it a lot more convenient, but then if people like the friend that you mentioned have the time and just know, don't think that it's a hassle to own 12 cards, then it's also a good strategy to save. Because, I don't know, like, it, 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 it takes up a lot of my brain capacity and brain space to be thinking about all these cards every single time. So, just imagine every purchase you go, okay, this is a retail purchase, okay, this is an online purchase. First is, you think of what cards to spend, what to use for each transaction. Next is, you settle them every month. Sure, you can gyro, you can automate that. Next is, all this point system, right, for each bank and each card, right, let's say you are just targeting going for miles, they all have different systems, I swear. Like, some yeah. of them expire, some of them don't expire, some of them exchange at a different rate, some of them don't change at a different rate. I'm like, oh, there are just so many things to think about. Like, I don't want to be wasting so much of my brain capacity for all these. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, for us probably doesn't work. But then for some others, it may be a good way. La, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just different ways that people save and um, uh, utilize their credit card strategy, I guess. Yeah, but one thing that Hui doesn't use, which I find it very, very helpful to add on to your shopping, is that you should definitely use Shopback. Oh, fuck this. this oh. So sorry, I, I <laughs> but it, it, this feels like this feels like a sponsored sponsor podcast for for them. But uh, any cashback tool that you're using, lah, you know, if you're in the US, you can use Honey. You know, if you're uh in Singapore, you know, you can use cashback solutions like uh Shopback. I think it really helps because yeah, yeah. you know whenever you go shopping, it gives you some some sense back. I think it's good. Over time, it, it combines. Yeah, it tallies up. Yeah, definitely. I think nice. I do use Shopback once in a while, it's just that I forget because you have to activate it also and it's useful I would say, it's just that sometimes I forget then both in just my install, cashback install is the Chrome extension. I have the Chrome extension but then um I don't know, just not 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 a habit. Yeah, not a habit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. It's okay, Hui doesn't care about the pennies. She's a pound Pounds wise, panish foolish. Are you sure is you can use that like that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. It's usually the other way around. Like penny wise, pound foolish. Yeah. 
Okay. Thanks. Yeah. So so that's why we we look at the bigger picture and fry try to fry the bigger fish right, instead of like saving all these like cents and 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 pennies. So what's the next one? Investment, right? Tell me, walk me through your investment journey, Hui. You believe whatever Elon says. That that's it. <laughs> that's that's really to investment. That's like what the else? worst that, advice that's anyone can give. The... <laughs> Because you've got to follow what he tweets. You just have to check his Twitter every day. <laughs> then, do, do you know, whenever he yeah. tweets something, you go and check the stock market, okay? <laughs> I think, I think there are already bots doing that already, you know. Like, like really? the reaction, the reaction to his tweets, the reaction in the stock market to his tweets is just insane and so fast that I cannot imagine, you know. Like, like wow. Mm. Like, it's immediate. Like, let's say one day he was talking about how he likes to buy things off Etsy. Etsy stock market just rise immediately, you know. Got my <laughs> like, I never price. see. I should go and buy Etsy also. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. But as in the like it's it's temporary. So so they'll rise for twenty percent and then they'll drop back down. Because people are just yeah, trying to, yeah. you know, cash cash in on all these like uh what's yeah, that? Yeah. Fin finfluencers. Like finance yeah, influencers. Okay, but anyway, so, real, real, yeah. real answer to investment. Yep. I don't. I would yep. say that I'm a complete noob at investing. I only started early this year. Yep. Um, and then what I did was, of course, invest in companies that I trust, lah. For example, yeah. the day-to-day software that we use, those kind of things. Then you just know that if they're gonna be here in the long run, then I would just invest a bit in them also, lah. So, what are your what are some uh, of your picks? Google. Oh, I love Google. I guess. Nice. Um, I did do like Airbnb, but it's not making much. <laughs> <I must>. <laughs> <laughs> it's not making money to say. <laughs> oh yeah, then I want to invest in some ETFs also, so that it's like stay steady, slower returns, but at least it's less risky. So, yeah. Um, I what do I have? I do have Tesla also. I mean, not really like um, like, what how do I say? Realistically speaking, it's also cause I do think that um, like the whole thing about Tesla and electric cars is really saving the environment in the long run. Nah. it may not happen now, sure, but then we all need to get there someday. So. That's why I'm also doing a bit of Tesla also. So I mean these are just some of the ones that I do have law. So how how invested are you against your cash holdings right now? So because I started only this year, right? I would say that um I held more cash initially. Don't be like me. Invest early, but invest wisely. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's now more like um just putting some of my cash into investments every few months or so lah, just to dollar cost average my um earnings out, I guess. So, whoa, whoa, whoa! Fancy term, dollar cost averaging, yo. Yeah, I mean I don't know if that's uh-huh. uh, yeah um yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, know. Like I I don't feel comfortable sharing also cause I. I'm so noob at this that just don't follow what I do. Like, <laughs> I no, really no, I think, I, I think, 
I feel that no, you don't have. We don't have to be an expert to to share to share our learnings and experiences anyway. I mean, yeah, I'm no yeah, sure. no by no, by no measure, I'm not an expert as well by any measure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's for me. Well, what about yourself? Like, how do you do your investments? So, the first time it was crypto, right? And it was Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and that during that time, Bitcoin fell a lot, and basically I bought in. At relatively the peak, <laughs> so okay. I went silent for a while and continued saving because I really put in a lot of money back then. <laughs> so I continued saving and I didn't invest until quite late. I would say nearing the start of COVID, uh, this this time round, and then I started putting in more money. So my investment experience is technically only one year <laughs> or one year plus, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. since uh, March last year. Uh, mm-hmm. I started with really really safe uh instruments. It's called the regular savings program. Uh, I'm fortunate mm-hmm. that I think ever since I started working, I've been inside this forum called the Seedly Personal Finance Group. It's a Facebook group, mm-hmm. and okay. I've been religiously reading everything on it. Um, I see. Because it's just yeah, it's just interesting. I mean, they talk about everything. Uh, well, then that's mm-hmm. when I learned about RSPs, which is the regular savings program. And it's so easy to set up. It's literally so easy. Like anyone in Singapore can set it up. Like it's like a gyro where you just put in money and then they help you buy automatically. And then they charge you maybe a dollar or two dollars. I think all three banks offer that. So I started with that and that really helped because it basically used the theory of DCA, right? As it basically fulfills the idea of you buying a fixed amount of dollar every month mm-hmm. whether the mm-hmm. price is up whether the price is down you just keep buying every month so I'm still on that mm-hmm. and I set aside some money for that every month and every month whenever my salary comes in you'll deduct uh, to invest in mm. the, the RSP mm. uh, the product mm. I got was uh, Straits Times Index so it's just mm-hmm. an index fund uh, Straits Times Index uh, tracking Singapore market okay. and then subsequently mm-hmm. I got uh, a lot good, good greedier I guess or like I got a lot more adventurous and then I started doing stocks and then I started buying like what Hui has bought uh, other tech companies things that that I'm more familiar with like Facebook Airbnb uh, Square uh, Trip.com uh, and stuff and then I was reading blog posts to see what are the recommendations of, uh, from the analysts or from the bloggers and then I tried to buy all those that I like as well um, but Nothing too serious. Uh, I always do it going lump sum. Uh, I think it comes to the point that uh, I was bought off stocks and then I started to learn about options. <laughs> and then that's when the rabbit hole started. Yeah, that's when the rabbit hole started. Yeah, yeah. Options is just this, um, uh, I would say quite risky instrument. Quite risky instrument is in the sense that you can lose 100% of your money. I'm not saying that stocks wouldn't, but stocks has less likely chance if you buy the, the, the safer stocks. But options has, uh, as a, it's, a, it's probable that you, you're able to lose 100% of your money in, in options. Uh. So if you want to play options, I think do it wisely and do a lot, a lot, a lot of readings and a lot of paper trading before you start. But of course, you know, Everyone tells you to do paper trading, but in actual fact, no one does it. And I didn't do it. I just went in with the money. Yeah. Because when you have the skin in the game, yeah, it's easier. Uh, it's more It's more real. Like, you are, you pay more attention to it. Okay. Is uh, options the one where you can get 2, 3x, or x, 10x, up to 10x-ish the amount that you put in? 
Yeah, there's no, the there's no li- option. Uh, well, that's not how you no, define sorry, options. Sorry. But, but the reward, oh, no, yes, the returns. Yeah, the returns oh, are yeah, options. Yeah, sorry, are sorry, returns, returns. Is that the option one? So, like, for example, if you buy your usual um, stocks, right, then you put in X amount, you're going to get 20% returns. But then for options is that if you put in X amount and then um, the share price goes by 20%, you may get, like, a multiplier effect on that return. Is that option? Yeah, yeah you oh, get okay, multiplier okay. return. Okay, oh, got it, got it. So... But then if so it, it goes, mm, yeah. Yeah. What do you want to say? No, no, no. Please, please. Oh. So. Yeah. So, so it's multiplier returns and multiplier losses at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Correct. But correct. Then and it's, uh, it's that you just. Yeah. You just lose up to hundred percent. What doesn't mean that you lose more than what you put in, right? Yeah. Uh. Unless you most of the time. Yeah, unless your broker allows you to trade on margin, uh, otherwise you only lose what you put in. I see. Okay, okay. Cool. Yeah. So. So you think. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say options is a, it's a dangerous tool uh, and only use a very small amount of your portfolio money to play with options, and uh, mm. and you might see that there are a lot of uh, people who are succeeding with options and stuff. But those people take a lot of time to refine their strategies and it's not as easy as it seems. Because because uh, when I started playing option, uh, you know, I can be uh, frank and, and say that I really receive a candy from the options god. <laughs> and the candy uh-huh, is nice. Uh-huh. The candy is nice. The multiply effect is like whoa. <laughs> it's like, wow, you can do this much in a night? Okay, yeah, that kind of feeling. I'm like, wow, okay, so so that was the candy that hooked me in. And uh and then from then on, uh I never seen that kind I've never seen that kind of returns ever again. And uh I've been losing uh money steadily I would say. So right now right now instead of saying that I'm earning from the options, I'll say that I'm actually losing quite a bit, quite losing quite substantially from options actually I would say. Uh so so it's almost like gambling, I would say. A lot a lot like speculations, a lot of gambling, a lot of uh just betting on the price price movement at the end. Um, so you have to exercise with caution if you were to step into the options world. I see, I see. Interesting. Well, I guess you'll continue to do it. Will you continue to do it? Yeah, yeah, I will, I will, I will. I mean, I mean, I already spent so much time reading up on options and all these are, I would say, lessons learned, right? It's not failures, it's lessons learned. Yeah, yeah, lessons learned. I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. investing... It's, yeah, I mean, it's good to always start early, but then also um, know what you're investing into. I would say that, (laughs) like for me personally, I'm investing without knowing much, so don't be like me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do you feel, do you feel personal finance is important to you? If you're planning for the future, I guess, like who doesn't want to have a good life um, when they retire or like you know it's more like you suffer a bit now so that you can live better in the future kind of thing so with regards to whether or not it's important depends on how you want to live your life also like if you think that mm, 
just so doing what you are doing right now without doing all these like planning, investments and stuff no. is suitable for your lifestyle. Why not, right? Like, why do you have to follow what society says that this is the way to financial freedom kind of thing? You define your own financial freedom. So, yeah, that's what I feel. True. Maybe a bit abstract. <laughs> 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 so, I mean Because re- Importance is relative Also I guess <laughs> Relative to what you want in life So I yeah. would say Straight yeah. out Sorry. Is important Depends on you <laughs> Yeah You You broke up uh, For like a good 15 seconds uh, Just now But I, I roughly get What you're trying to say Actually So <laughs> Given that I know you so yeah. well So I see But I don't know To me Personal yeah. finance is something like, like a, like a compulsory CCA for working adults, right? Don't you feel? No matter what jobs you're in, what 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 industry you're in, what um I don't know whatever you're doing, like personal finance, you can never run away from it. You always yeah. have to have some knowledge about savings, credit cards, loans, investment if you can. So, yeah, it's quite interesting, course, right, to course. see that. To see that this is something that no one can run away from. I mean, sure, you can say that money is not important to some of you, but to give yourself a freedom of choices next time, money is gonna help you get there somehow, somewhere, right? Of it's course. definitely gonna help you yeah, get yeah. there. It's gonna definitely yes. gonna grant you more freedom. Mm-mm-mm. I agree. I completely agree. Like having money, having more money, unlocks uh, the ability for you to do a lot more things. Be it now or in the future, la. Yeah, yeah. Maybe why I'm thinking this way is also cause like, um, I'm already from a baseline where I am. I don't really have money problems. No, not saying that I'm rich, but more like. You um, you like, loaded yo. <laughs> no 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 no. It's like I am very lucky to be where yeah, yeah, I am yeah, at yeah. now, and yeah. then. That's why probably it's not a problem for me. But who knows? Because of mm-hmm. my lack in proper personal um, finance, finance. Uh, knowledge now, I might suffer in the future. So we'll check in, <laughs> check in again five years later, okay? I will tell Whoa. you that I regret not doing personal finance well. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, okay. It's okay. You always have uh, your, your peers around you to pressure you into, into you know, managing your own money. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Like, yeah, so really, I agree with you. It's important. Um, I mean, then you mentioned like why it, you think it should be a compulsory CCA or sorts, right? Then like, why aren't schools actually teaching this? Like, why isn't it a compulsory subject or whatever? Like, why do we only yeah. have to find out about all these through our peers, through places like Sydney, through finance blogs and? Yeah, yeah. I I think, yeah. Now, now it's like financial literacy. Literacy should be taught in school, right? That's like the big question. Uh, I think basic level definitely yes. But the thing is, like I would say, for among Asian countries, our the the rate of saving is generally high among the people. So mm-hmm. if the school were to focus on employability, you know, training us to be employable. Uh, that should suffice, I feel. But of course, like what you say, more can be done. Uh. I mean, like, mm. 
what I'm trying to say is that if you are unable to get income, then investing should be the least of your concern right now, right? Mm, true, but do the subjects do they actually guarantee our employability? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I mean, sure. I mean, learning algebra, or learning calculus, or learning like quadratic equations will not lend you a job, but it trains your I don't know your 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 logical reasoning. It trains your critical thinking yeah, la, in when you talk about GP. So all these you know help to develop your brain to be employable. So. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, I think financial literacy should be taught in school. Yes, but I would say that. You know how far they bring it? Maybe not too far. Maybe just, maybe just basic level. I rather they start teaching everyone coding. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. I I can see that we are very shaped by what we think is good for, <laughs> what us or like what we read to be good. And then we yeah. think that, that would be good for the overall society. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I come from a very biased point of view, but that's my perspective. Otherwise, yeah, why I don't mean, they teach politics in school? <laughs> Isn't important at all. Yeah, but they only got so many seats in the parliament, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm not. No, no, but it's not training. It's not training everyone to be the to be inside the parliament, but more like everyone understanding the importance of the votes. And importance of the policies that affect you, how the policies yeah, affect you. Yeah, Why don't they teach that in school? I don't know. Like you Why? know, there are a lot of things endless no debates. Yeah. Why do we then, have like, to learn about? Teach. Yeah. Mm. Why do we have to learn about how how parliament or how policies work after we graduate from school? Or learn from our friends, right? I mean, why not learn in school, huh? Yeah. Why don't they teach it in school? Like, okay, uh, this is. How policies work, and this is the reason why we give this policy, and you know, learn, learn about policy making, learn about how it affects everyone's life. Good point. It should also <laughs> be taught. I don't know why it's not taught. <laughs> yeah, like, as in all these are uh, adult CCAs, working adult CCAs. Yeah, but if you make it a CCA, not everyone is going to have knowledge about it. I guess. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I don't mean it as a CCA in school. I just meant that these are the extra stuff that work, all working adults have to deal with. Oh, uh, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably endless are uh, the mm. things that we think that we should be taught in schools, I guess. Yeah. Cool. Well, I mean, mm. we digress. And we have come to the end of uh, this week's episode. So if you'd like <laughs> us to discuss you know, any topics, why are you laughing? <laughs> no, 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 please continue. <laughs> okay, if you'd like us to discuss any topics that you fancy, you know, be maybe not politics, because we aren't well versed in politics. <laughs> but I'd like to discuss, you know, personal finance or other topics about investing or, you know, just growing up, adulting in general. Let us know uh, in our Instagram at uh, the.t.podcast. If you've listened this far, thank you so much for your support, really, Hui and I. Really, really thank you from, our, from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you. Alright, see you next week. See you. Bye. Bye.